Hello, beloved listeners, and welcome to Snake People at the Movies, film criticism by people who actually like film. Join us as we dive into movies we love, movies we respect, and movies we wish we could unsee. It's the podcast where we talk about growing up and living queer, nerdy, and depressed online and at the cinema. From the kids who had printed on Boromir at a young age, it's Sneeble at the Movies. I'm Maddie. I'm Ezra. And there's no Helena this week, so... Yeah, this week you uh, you get a flashback to the uh, double act that made Maddie and I instantly recognizable to the people who worked at the Taco Bell in the liquor store there <laughs> where we used to live. When was the last time it was just go there us? that often? I know. Oh, it's been I a know. long We're time. We're just so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it's been a minute since just the two of us recorded an episode, which is exciting. I think it's, yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I'm, um, I'm, we got a good, we, we got a good one of those ones where we, sometimes we plan out our, as our episode subjects, you know, pretty far in advance and other times they sort of just spontaneously come to us. Um, and this was one of those yeah. ones where somebody <laughs> made a dumb joke and we went, hey, what if we did that for our podcast episode? And lo and yeah, behold. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, it's because Helena was watching National Treasure. Yeah. yeah. And we just started talking about, we're, we're doing a Sean Bean episode. We just yeah, started it's talking not, about it's Sean Bean. It's not his Bean. birthday or anything. It's just, this is the Sean no. Bean tribute episode. Yeah. Um, Mr. Bean, Because I was like, out there, uh, I'm sorry I called you Mr. <laughs> Bean. We love you. that's a separate thing. Uh, also, we love you. <laughs> That's, that you weren't on that one, yeah. Um, I think I just was like, I like started looking through his IMDb just as like it, just like it, like as a goof or something. I don't know. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? What is going on here? Uh, and then we were like, do you want us to do an episode on on Sean Bond's bizarre career? Uh, and the answer was, yeah, we do. Uh, Bean. Sean Bean, if you're out there, I'm sorry, I just called you Sean Bond. Uh, it was either that or yeah. Scene Bean. So, yeah, that's what I said, know. so I would also like to formally apologize to Mr. Sean Bean. Yeah. Um, a man that I, like, admire. <laughs> yeah, a, a guy we we uh, love and respect in this house. Big fan. This Big house fan. of snakes that we've built. Snouse? <laughs> ah! I don't know. I don't think that's anything. Snodcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you really took me that long to do Sneeple podcast. Snodcast. Snodcast. Oh boy. Um, I think the snodcast. Man, I thought is what maybe it would be a little I bit have more a together. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. The snodcast is what happens when I have a cold and decide to record anyway. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly it. <laughs> I thought maybe our energy would be like a little bit more like together because normally like you throw Helena in the mix and I just go nuts. But I guess the issue really is just me. There's just you, <laughs> no inhibitor, just just wild. You know, um, every time we joke I'm about like whoever's whoever's not here is eighty percent of our impulse control. It, yeah. it, it just, it doesn't matter. Whoever it is who is not here at any given week is 80% of our impulse control. Yeah, we are we are really a three-legged stool, and you take off one of the legs, it just goes tip, tipping off. Yeah. Um. Okay. Podcast. Podcasting. Yeah. Podcasting. What did we watch these past yes. couple weeks? 
Yeah, um, also this section is going to be notably shorter because we don't have Helena here to show the other two of us up. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to watch more movies. I've been trying to watch more stuff I haven't seen before because... Um, and don't don't tell Helena. They're gonna listen to this episode, but like, shh, don't tell Helena. Um, but every every couple weeks, Helena's like, so here's all the stuff I've seen, and a bunch of it was new, and I'm like expanding my movie horizons, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta watch new stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to watch more movies and watch more new things. It's a slow process, uh, just because I'm I'm a real busy bee, but I'm you know I'm getting there. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Uh, do do you wanna? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to go first. Uh, if you sure. would, if you would like, um, it so doesn't matter to me. I'm I just... did actually see a couple of things. I this is this list is all stuff that I've never seen before. So like that's cool. Um, I yay. Well, first off, um, I decided to start. I don't know if I've talked about this yet. Maybe I have. I decided to start Star Wars: The Clone Wars TV show. Um, like from the very beginning when everybody looks like they're made out of Lego. Um. I love this for them, don't get me wrong, but everyone absolutely does look like they're made out of Legos. Um, so I've I've been watching that with my roommate, and I've really been enjoying it. Um, even the early stuff that's, like, fairly uneven, I just... I like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, like, <laughs> I like when they are clones. I like, I like when they're clones! I like the clones! I like yep. the concept of getting to explore, you know two million scientifically identical human men who Mm -hmm. are nevertheless two million individual people with you know personalities Mm -hmm. and shit i think that's really Mm -hmm. cool i think that like it feels like we're gonna get into like you know they have their own like culture and we get to find out some stuff Mm -hmm. about that and also just like i'm gonna be real here i just really like high republic shit i do yeah really Mm -hmm. really really like the twilight of the republic it, it it just it's a fun setting. It's very fruitful and and like I I love you know like scrappy uh the kind of like scrappy like I'm struggling to come up with something that isn't Firefly because that's not really what I mean but like <laughs> I mean it is you know the kind of sci-fi where people are sort of you know everything like vaguely sucks. And it's about mm-hmm. people, you know, kind of like scraping by, like Diesel Punky, uh, sci-fi. Yeah, and and this yeah. is more, you know, the the high, the like High Republic, which I, is that that is what it's called, right? You have the Old Republic, uh-uh. that's like, you know, the Kodor era and stuff, and then I think this yeah. is like High Republic. Um, that sounds correct. I that I sounds don't know. <laughs> As as we said before we started recording, uh, the phrase Star Wars canon is an oxymoron. <laughs> um, <laughs> the only version of Star Wars canon is the one that lives in your heart. Yeah, someone um, will add us. So yeah, whatever. somebody will. I'm sure I've gotten it wrong and someone will add me. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a, it's a, it has a different vibe than a lot mm-hmm. of my favorite sci-fi stuff. And it's one that mm-hmm. I think is really cool because... I think that the, the, I mean, and obviously, like, hmm, anything that's about, you know, the Twilight of Empires is, um, still kind of timely, even though this show is, like, 12 <laughs> years old now. Anyway, um, yeah. except also, Especially, like... um, considering, like, in, in the scenario, we know how it ends. 
Uh, like, no matter what happens, we know how this ends, uh, which is such an interesting yeah, way it, to it watch is. a show. Especially, like, I, I watched... So I've been watching Clone Wars and, like, to be honest, I've been reading a shitload of Clone Wars fanfiction because, hey, I'm living my best life. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, I watched mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith for Star Wars Day. Um, and mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, you know, it won. Revenge of the Sith hits different when you've, like, spent, like, three weeks cramming clone content in between your ears. Um, mm-hmm. But just, like... <sighs> Everything, I love, I love knowing that it's going to end in tragedy and unpicking all of the little ways in which it could have, like, all, just unpicking all of the little places where maybe it could have gone differently is just something I love because I love to emotionally torture myself. Um, and, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a tragedy love, and it's one of those tragedies it that's like you... It's unavoidable, uh, and that makes yeah. it like ha- like heart wrenching. Like you you made and a yet- post that was like, <laughs> I'm I'm putting in the DVD like maybe Anakin will do something different this time. Every it's like every time, time you're like I just want him to do something different. I know he's not time. going to. Yeah, it's like the I, worst I, Groundhog Day. Yeah, but it's like I know I know that it. The reason the prequel movies stand have have stood up for me even even through all of their glaring inconsistencies and like technical faults is that every time i throw on a dvd of revenge of the sith there's some part of me that goes maybe this time someone will get through to him maybe this time i will hit play and somebody will say the right thing or realize what's going on, or reevaluate the way that they see the world just enough to like allow them to like make the right connections. Maybe it'll be okay. Every time I've seen Revenge of the Sith like fifteen times. Anyway, look. Once again, I'm renewing my prequel apologist credentials. Um. So yeah, love love Revenge of the Sith, love uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Um, really love that animated Obi Wan Kenobi a has to drop a certain number of witty one liners per hour, or he'll literally die. And B actually does flirt with everything. I thought people were joking. Uh-huh. They're not. No. Clone Wars Obi Wan is no. the horniest bastard in the entire galaxy. <laughs> And I love that for him. It's like, it's like that Tumblr text post that's like, <laughs> you like you can't get married as a Jedi, like Obi Wan, like Anakin, you can't get married as a Jedi, like connections are forbidden or whatever. And, and Anakin's like, what about all your grinder hookups? And Obi Wan's like, well, I'm not marrying. Them. <laughs> Look, he's that. not marrying Ventress. You just are like, hmm. This show no, is for children, and I can her. practically see. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. just it, eye fucking. It's fine. Sometimes you're yeah. eye fucking while you're trying to kill each other with laser swords. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's and then Star on like Wars, a baby. that's Star Wars baby. And then like on a way more subdued note, um, I saw two, <laughs> one like pretty fun little gay movie, and one like face meltingly exquisite gay movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I watched this movie called Supernova, which I flew under the radar. Um, it's Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci um, as a long established, you know, middle aged gay couple, one of whom has early onset Alzheimer's. Um, and they're like going on a little road trip thing. Um, and it's, it's one of those movies where it's like, it's not great. Um, like I, I had fun. I enjoyed watching it. I don't like, you know, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Um, but it felt like it had a lot of opportunities to become bigger and therefore worse as a movie and like turned them down which i admire um like it's a movie with a very very narrow scope uh Mm -hmm. much of which takes place inside of this very very tiny very ancient like camper van um and then also like inside of this like very lived in cluttered like house that their family like their old friends live in there's Mm -hmm. a lot of like and it's but it's like the the interiors of these really small spaces are shot really 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 well um i thought the cinematography was very like was very precise in small spaces which i really liked um good performances uh, the most fun thing about it is that I had an interesting, like, my mom actually, like, opened a conversation about, like, hey, what do you think about, like, straight actors playing gay people? And we had an interesting discussion about that, um, which I thought was fun because I love That's my cool. mom to pieces. Yeah, I love my mom to pieces and I know that she loves me a lot. She just, like, doesn't bring up queer stuff ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like she won't talk mm-hmm. about it with me she just doesn't initiate those conversations and so I thought that was mm-hmm. really cool um, I also liked their their relationship was sort of very it was very low key in the way that like you know people just who have been married for a long time are sometimes just like very low key around each other but I also felt like mm-hmm. it made sense because the age of the, because of the ages of these characters you're like oh the two of you have been together for a very, very long time, and for a lot of your relationship, you just couldn't be affectionate in public. Mm-hmm. And so perhaps you've just, you know, you think about people who just got used to not kissing each other in public, because you couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it, and it, so it was sort of, they did, there was a lot of love and attraction there, that was like happened in like the spaces between them but it didn't involve a lot of like you know people macking on each other um and then i saw portrait of a lady on fire which other people have been so much more eloquent about than i could possibly be that movie is perfect it's just perfect it's like i can't even talk about it because it's just, it's like, I don't even know what to say other than, like, I'm in awe. Um, and also I think it's nice that now, uh, 
on my favorite movies list, I have two movies with no women and one movie with no men. We're working towards gender parity, baby. That's equality. <laughs> it's like Lawrence of Arabia, no women. Master and Commander, no women. Portrait of a Lady on Fire, the dudes are implied heavily, but I don't have to look at them or listen to them talk. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah and I then think, uh, like some of the only dudes you see are like people who are like the dudes who are like bringing her in on a boat yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Uh the dudes who like pack up the like that's it. Like they yeah. show up and then they leave. The men in that movie are li- like the only men that you see there are literally there to move heavy shit around. Yeah. Um they're basically forklifts. Mhm. Um, if, if you have the sexy lamp principle, you have the, uh, the forklift principle for dudes now. Um, oh, and also, uh, Leia and I have been watching, uh, Netflix's Shadow and Bone, which has been very fun because I read, I think I finished Six of Crows, but I may not even have finished it. Never read Crooked Kingdom. Never read the Grisha trilogy. Don't really know dick about it. And it's fun to watch. I, I cannot remember the last time I watched something... That was like a YA adaptation, something like that, where I had no familiar, like functionally no familiarity with the the source material. I'm watching it like Mm -hmm. a normie, Maddie. And it's great. (laughs) Because it's actually like legitimately quite good. Mm -hmm. And knows what to do with the absolutely massive amounts of money that they spent on it. So shout out to the production Mm -hmm. design of that show. Anyway, uh, I'm done. Everybody, if you haven't watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire already, what are you doing with your life? (sighs) (laughs) yeah um yeah i uh so so for me i'll i'll transition into like i also was there for that watching a portrait of a lady on fire um and it's it's really interesting because i was just in like a terrible mood um to the point where i almost was like i just i just can't watch this tonight guys like i'll see you later i just i like almost dipped like 20 minutes in um yeah, I decided to yeah I decided to stick it out um and it, it got to the point where like I was like yeah I'm enjoying this movie now and I like from kind of a really distant perspective I can see how it was a very good like a well-crafted film but I just like couldn't get into it and I like didn't enjoy the experience of watching it because I was just like in a bad mood and oh, I, no. like, bummed because that, like, t- super tainted my experience of the movie where I'm, like, I didn't have fun watching it. But it's not the movie's fault. That was just, like, I wasn't having, I wouldn't have had fun doing most things, I think, at that period in time. Yeah, you uh, I just, like, couldn't day. get out of the funk. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't get out of it. Um, Which is, like, I think at some point I would like to go back and, like, watch it when I am, like, in a place where I can, like, enjoy it and appreciate it. Um, But, but I was just, like... Yeah, it's sad to say that, like, I I was, like, I don't know. I don't know. It was just weird. Uh, I'm, like, very, like, I know Leia's seen a few times and, like, really likes it. Helena obviously loves it. I'm You really enjoyed it, and I'm really glad. Um, and and I was just, like, I was just cranky. Um, so <laughs> I think so part nice. of it, too, is, like, I was already cranky. And it was one of those things where, like, everyone and their mom has told me how good of a movie it was. And because I was already cranky, I was like, I've decided I'm not going to have a good time right now. Because everyone told me this movie was good and I'm feeling contrary. Uh, Which is, like, such an annoying thing for your brain to do. 
Um, so I think oh, next time yeah, I watch it, I'm going to like, yeah. yeah. I, I think next time I watch it, I'm going to like take a moment where I could just like be by myself and like let myself kind of just like get into it and like immerse myself in that experience kind of like at my own pace. Um, not to say that watching it with you guys wasn't fun because like I love my friends and I like watching movies with them and you guys were saying insightful things. Um, but well, but it was like know, I sometimes... I haven't had a movie watching experience like that like in a really long time if ever and it was very bizarre. Well, no. It wasn't there was it wasn't anybody's fault I, either. I would there be was like to hear nothing wrong with any of it. It was just like odd. Well, yeah. I would be very curious to hear what you end up thinking of it somewhere down the line. Yeah. I, I definitely think it's worth revisiting. Like, especially because, like, I can tell it's a good movie. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, I could take yeah. enough space from it to be like, I can tell that this is a, like, good piece of art. Um, It just, I, like, couldn't get emotionally invested in it. Uh, uh, which is, I think, be- like... <sighs> I can understand it's it's kind of a prickly movie at the beginning. Yeah, but like it yes, I agree. Um I think in that scenario that's not because that doesn't that doesn't generally put me off. Mm-hmm. Um it was just like I like just couldn't I wasn't in a headspace where I could let myself kind of like open up to where it wanted to take me. Oh, um, okay, yeah, no that know. makes sense. Yeah, sometimes like you're I was just- like yeah weird sometimes you're just not feeling it um i'm glad i watched it finally like i'm glad i like finally understand what people are talking about and i like have a point of reference for it and like once again like was like it was a good movie i'm glad i I got to see a good movie and i hope at some point i get to rewatch it and also like care about it because i think i would Uh, yeah um you know, like it's one of those. It's not like I'm like I don't want to watch that again. It's like no, I do specifically want to watch it again because I think I like will care about it. Um, mm-hmm. I just like couldn't, and I I feel like I've been harping on it, and I want to make it clear. Like, I think it's definitely a movie worth watching, and the part of the reason I'm talking about it so much is because like I've never. It's like a, a movie going experience I've never had before, and it was really. I, like, keep thinking about it, because I'm like, that was, like, so weird to have that experience with a movie. Um, and I don't think it's, yeah, I don't know. Odd to think, to think about. about um, I'm trying to think about whether I've had this, that, that, what you're describing, like, sounds familiar, although I can't, like, pin it to a specific film. Um, but I feel like there's been, yeah. maybe been times where there are, like, movies that kind of ask a lot of you if that makes Mm -hmm. sense uh and if you are sort of like you're like well i'm watching this movie but i'm kind of like for whatever reason just not in a position to like really go along with what it's asking me to go along with you can end up kind of like weirdly detached from it yeah yeah, or or feeling like it's like trying to hold you hostage, or feeling like resentful of it because it's like yeah, it, which is not the movie's fault. The movie's like, hey, here's the premise, and you're like, don't tell me what to fucking do. <laughs> it's like, yeah, bitch, you're watching a movie. Sometimes, <laughs> That's yeah, the so, point. sometimes, sometimes you're just like, hmm, 
my strangely this movie has tipped my issues with authority not really sure why but it sure yeah. fucking has <laughs> yeah it was very it's very weird so yeah so that was my two very opposite experiences with that movie and like my experience i will absolutely cop to was just like my issues um and is is uh i think like i'm a little bummed now looking back i'm like oh i'm a little bummed that like I, I, like, kind of, I couldn't, like, take the time to, I, like, didn't let myself take the time to, like, get out of that space, but, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's too harsh, maybe it's just one of those things where it's like, that's just, that's just what was happening that day, so. Well, um, the nice thing about you know, movies what, versus, you know, it'll still be there. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I know so many people who would be thrilled to watch it with me again. Yeah. Um, if I decided I wanted, or, or I could just do it by myself, and that would be okay, too. So, so that is good both true. um uh so i watched <laughs> so i watched that um uh i i rewatched the fall uh we i've been doing boys night um every every sunday with with my boys um that most like there are not many boys in that group we just call it boys night um and uh johnny and i who we talked about last episode also uh both really like the fall um, and, and Andrew and Ben, producer Ben, uh, have not seen it. And we were like, oh fuck, we got this projector in Johnny's backyard. We got to show them the fall. Oh, um, so sick. God, and so it was incredible. I was drinking wine. I got handed a joint. I was watching the fall huge. It was an experience I have never had before. Uh, and it was incredible. 10 out of 10 would experience again. Um, Oh, Rob was also there. Rob had also... So three people who had not seen the movie before. Wild! Um, yeah, yeah. I I was so emotional. It was great. It was an incredible experience. I love that movie so fucking much. I, like, want to watch it out, again. Check out I our, just watched uh, it. <laughs> check out our podcast episode on the fall. Uh, can't remember yeah. whatever episode that is, but... Neither uh, do I. Scroll through our back catalog and listen it's to that. It's a really one. It is. It's the yeah, one but... that we had record twice, um, and we were like, we love this movie so oh, much, we're right. just gonna fucking record another. Yeah, because we, uh, we, we died. lost the audio, yeah, for and some of it. And we love that and movie we had to so do much, it again. we recorded the audio twice. Yep, yep. Uh, that actually, Ben was like, I've been wanting to watch that movie since I listened to that episode, because that episode is like, <gasps> not to suit our own horn, so but apparently good. that episode is good enough that it made him want to like... Well, like, interesting enough to make him want to watch the movie, but he was like, I listened to that whole episode and I still didn't feel like I was, like, spoiled for it going in. Like, I got to, like, fully experience it, which is like, oh, God, dream. Ideal. Maybe we are good at yeah. podcasting. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think we're pretty good at podcasting, actually. Yeah. And that was an early episode, so I can yeah, feel like we've only gotten better. Uh, so, yeah, watch The Fall again. Uh, I watched His Girl Friday. Um, I've been trying to, as I said, I've been trying to watch more new, like, new-to-me movies, and that was one that I, like, I saw my friend tweeting about, um, and I was like, man, I've been wanting to watch that. I'll just watch it. So I did. Uh, really enjoyed it. Had a good time. Um, I watched, uh, watched The Sting, which I've seen one, my dad showed it to me when I was a kid. Um, but I don't, I didn't remember like anything about it. So to me, I was like, this is new to me because I just don't remember anything about this besides like it good and ending the like ending is a twist ending and the twist is good. Um, so like it was so delightful to watch that movie again. 
Um, like what it apparently won like seven Academy Awards, and I'm like, I understand why it did. Well deserved. Fucking um, absolutely deserved as hell. God, I. <sighs> Someday we should do an episode. I think on it's this on thing. like like just on. We this should thing. because yes. I just that is one of my dad's favorite movies, and it is mm-hmm. it is like a movie that like he plonked me down as a kid. Was like we're watching the Sting. Um, yeah, and same like, with my parents. Yeah, and like I love it now, and like it's it's one yeah. of those growing up. It was one of those movies where like if it we, if my dad was like flipping channels and the Sting was on, like we would stop and watch the Sting for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It it that movie I contribute, and like I feel like I also saw like the Oceans, the Oceans remakes, mm-hmm. uh, at a fairly formative age, and like those movies were like so formative to like the kind of. I didn't include them on my four movies list, but they are like, I love heist movies, and that is entirely attributed to like Ocean's Eleven and uh, and The Sting. I need to watch the original Ocean's Eleven. Um, yeah, I've never seen it. I have not done that yet, but I have it on I have it on DVD because it came into my pack that has all the other Ocean's movies, so we should watch nice. that. Um, yes, what a fucking good movie. Um, I saw the new Mortal Kombat movie. That was another boys' night. We go between like, "Hey, do you want to watch like a good movie?" and then being like, "Hey, do you want to watch some like bad shit, crazy stuff?" Okay, because we watched I like watch the... Mortal Kombat really bad. <laughs> it was really fun, actually. I had a fucking blast. Um, that was Andrew, Ben, uh, Johnny, and I. Rob was not there for that one, and and Andrew, Ben, had already seen it. And they were like, "Hey, do you want to watch Mortal Kombat?" Johnny and I were like. Yeah, and Johnny and I were, like, losing our shit the whole time. We were like, oh, this fucking rips. Um, especially because they were playing Mortal Kombat on the projector before we started watching the movie. So we were just, like, hyped on, on the high of Mortal Kombat. Um, very fun. Had a, had a blast. Um, and then I have been uh, making my way through uh, Star Wars. I like, I'm like, I'm going to rewatch all of Star Wars. Because um, it's just been a really long time since I've done that. It's been, like, years uh so i was like great i'm gonna watch i watched empire strikes back um which like what is there to be said about empire strikes back it is a good movie um love it have fun yeah, every time my man every Regent time Kelly's i watch is it there. <laughs> my man is there uh every time i watch it i think about that tumblr text post that's like <laughs> sir mayhaps you should not go out into the darkness on account of your sheep horse will freeze and han just bellows out of nowhere that i'll see you in hell <laughs> That's exactly what he does, and it's funny every time. Does, yep, there. I, I'm sure there are <laughs> Star Wars characters with less chill than Han Solo, but I can't name any off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, there aren't many. It's like Anakin, and that's maybe it. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's such a good movie. Like you know, I don't. I don't know if Empire is my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, but I do, I am like, yeah, it is definitely like one of the best ones, no doubt. Um, and then, uh, Madeline, who has been on the, been a guest on the show many times, and I have been like working our way also through Clone Wars. Um, we watched, uh, we are almost done with season three. Yeah, to be fair, we (laughs) skipped season one because we had both already seen it. Um, and we like got, we like skipped the first few episodes of season two because we were like, I think we've seen some of these and we just decided to like. I think we picked up at like two five or something, and we're like, yeah, this seems oh, like nice. where both of us like are two four, like early season two. Um, mm-hmm. and I've just been methodic, so we're almost halfway through Clone Wars. Um, and nice. have been like very much enjoying it. 
Uh, obviously, you, you and I just talked about Clone Wars a lot. I think you and I should do an episode on Clone Wars once we finish it. Oh, I would love on. to do that. Yeah, because there's or oh, even yeah, like really once great, you get like closer to like catching up with us. Yeah, there's yeah. there's seven seasons, but the last two seasons are like half seasons. Okay. Um, so so like there's technically like six kind of. Um, okay. Like six full seasons. Uh. So, like, when you catch up to us, like, maybe when we're, like, halfway through, we should do... Oh, God, I don't... I'm, like, I don't want to wait to do a Clone Wars episode until we're done, because that's going to take forever. Like, I want to do one now. Um, We could do we could do Clone Wars Part 1 and Part 2, so, like, when we're halfway through, we talk about it, and then when we're done, we can talk about it. I don't yeah. know. I want to talk about Clone Wars so bad. Um, yeah, and then Maddie we and also I both watch... just have Clone Wars brain in a big way oh right God. now. <laughs> <laughs> I care about the clones so much. I cannot believe that I have Ugh. two million identical sons, some of whom are also so many my husbands. <laughs> yeah, I have so many husbands. I'm married to all of them. It's crazy. Um, I, I love I that like the entire GAR. <laughs> yeah, I love that as the show goes on, it like matures. Um, I I love the like I love the additional information you get on Anakin. I love the information you get on Padme. I love Ahsoka. Um, I love all the, the like, Mandalore stuff. I love I Obi-Wan so Kenobi, obviously. Mandalore shit. Oh, it's so good. We started getting into that arc when we were watching season two of Mandalorian. Um, and so that was oh, really nice. interesting to provide that additional context. So we were, you know, liked that. Um, yeah, it's just like, God, I just love Clone Wars. It's so good. And I only watch it with Madeline and we only can watch it like kind of sporadically. So I'll spend weeks where I'm just like, God, I want to watch Clone Wars so fucking bad. God, why was Clover so bad? Um, so, so there's that. Um, uh, and we watched, because Bad Batch just started coming out, so we watched the first episode of that and really enjoyed it. There have been some, I think, uh, legitimate criticisms about whitewashing, which I did notice when I was watching it. I was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder why they did that. Um, apparently they're like, yeah, it that was an unfortunate side effect of, like, this tool we used, and we're gonna fix that, so we'll see if that happens or not, but... Um, I, I think otherwise it was like 75 minutes long, which I was like, oh, it's interesting that they are treating this like, like it's like the Mandalorian or one of their MCU shows where it is like a long form episodes where they really have room for the plot to breathe. Um, but it's animated, uh, which I thought was really interesting. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, I'm also like slowly making my way through Lupin again. I just have to finish part three. Um, and then I'll be done, and that's gonna be nuts, because I've been working on it for, like, two years or something, but, you know, just picking my way through. It's an unbelievable amount of Lupin. (laughs) It's so much. And then I have the movies, but, like, I feel like the movies are, like, whatever, I'll I'll kind of hit those as I hit them. Uh, for me, it's just the mountain of watching all of the anime is kind of what I'm, what I'm doing. I think I'm on episode, like, 15... And there's like 50 episodes, so I got I got a little bit to go um, in this part, but, uh, oh, but I really, man. I actually, this is the pink jacket, which is like, uh, the animation style is like very weird and interesting, and like the art is like, it's like, this is, people, some people really do not like pink jacket. Uh, it's very 80s. I really like it. Um, so that's the, that's your semi-annual Lupin update. I'm, bro, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm doing it. Maddie, oh, Maddie's still toiling in the Lupin mines. <laughs> I am. I am for sure. And it's one of those things where, like, I really do. Like, obviously, I love Lupin the Third. 
or else I wouldn't have fucking done this. But like, I got over the hill that was Red Jacket, which is like so many episodes. Um, it's like a hundred and fifty something episodes. Um, and then I started the downhill slope, and I'm like, man, it's like weird that it's coming to an end. Um, but also I've just watched like so much of it. It's like the most of any series I've ever watched because most of the anime I watch are like maybe one or two seasons. So like 50 episodes tops. I just don't have the attention span for I like I think I've watched more of Lupin now than I even watched of like Naruto because I mostly read the manga. Uh, and for the longtime listeners, you'll have heard rumors of my many years spent in the Naruto mines. Um, so, wow, what the fuck? <laughs> so much lupin in my brain it's just for free it's just there it's just just living rent free oh my god i know oh my god um yeah so that's that is what i watched um boy i love star wars now i'm just like sean bean whatever why wasn't sean bean in star wars i just want to talk about star wars <laughs> no we're talking about we're talking about our our friend Friend yes. of the podcast. Friend of the Sean podcast, Bean. Sean Bean. Oh, also, Helena wanted to mention that uh, she only got seven wrong on her Oscar predictions, so there's that on that. <laughs> you guys will know this already if you listen to the Oscars episode, because it came out after the Oscars, but uh, she just wanted to mention that she only got seven wrong, so. so... Including that one really stupid best actor one, which, like, I love my, my dad, Anthony Hopkins, but, like, also, <laughs> what the fuck? That was. That was spicy. <sighs> don't don't love that. No, the Oscars are a sham. Um, you know, and yeah. a crime. Yep. Yes, they are. Boy. All right. Uh, Sean Bean. What Sean... is there to say about Sean Bean? What is there to about, say about Sean our man Sean Bond? Um, one the the man has a hundred and seventeen acting credits on the IMDb. Um, yep. Which is he sure uh, do just amazing, and also sounds exhausting. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. He's been so doing a lot we... of TV recently. Yeah, um, you know what? I just remembered that we started watching and never finished that Frankenstein Chronicles show that he was in, where he was sad and had syphilis and was like a proto London policeman. He had, he had syphilis? Yeah, that was because he was, he was Yeah, no, because he was like he was dosing I he had, like, mercury a dead wife pills. Yeah, he had a dead wife. I feel like he has a dead wife a lot. I mean there's yeah. just a lot of like that's just There's just movies. a lot of dead wives. There's a yeah. lot of, of, you know, like sad sack dude protagonists with dead wives. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, because yeah, he, he was into on one. mercury like pills oh for the syphilis and it was making him hallucinate uh-huh. um because syphilis was really bad oh that's right <laughs> like syphilis yeah. it still is really bad but like it was really bad um yeah yeah no uh he just um i i don't know uh what i could not possibly speculate as to what sean bean's logic is in uh choosing things choosing roles um no fucking clue <laughs> no god bless him though he's do- yeah, he's working he, right now for sure <laughs> i i you know i'm gonna be real here i i i think he just likes to act you know i think he yeah i think he just likes to do his job which i respect yep yeah wish um, that were me i know <laughs> <laughs> i know <sighs> 
Um, I forgot that he is in the Snowpiercer show. I feel like oh, I yeah. was like in the before times. I guess I don't know. Maybe this what maybe this was like in the early before times, right before things started going to shit. I just remember at one point. I was like, I just remember being in a bar and looking up and like seeing something from the Snowpiercer show and being like, is that fucking Sean Bean? <laughs> like, that's my reaction to so many things where I'll just like randomly be somewhere and like look over at a screen and suddenly be playing. And I'll be like, is that Sean Bean? I feel like he's always in something, which like respect. Um yeah. He, I haven't heard like anything about the Snowpiercer show. I, I, I can't imagine that it is great considering no, the whole Snowpiercer, thing the movie that Snowpiercer is, so is. good, but I'm like, how the but, fuck did you decide to make it? Like, why? Why I did you do that? I don't know why you yeah, would make it a show, but greatest uh. hits as uh, um, being the guy who's part B in Jupiter Ascending, Sean yeah! B. <laughs> <Sean> <laughs> I, I'm just, uh, it's just like, Sean Bean is frequently a meme and mm-hmm. is also a very good actor, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's just range, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the reason he, okay, apparently according to his Wikipedia page, uh, in 2019 he was like, I will no longer be taking scripts which in which my character dies, which is so funny to me, that he had to be like, I'm not doing that anymore. That's like the only restriction he has placed on his career. And I think he kept doing them because he is so good at dying, which is a weird thing to say, but he is. He just We is, said it before though. on the show, but he's good at it. He has the range. Um, <laughs> but it's so funny to me that he specifically had to be like, no, he won't. I want to watch this BBC show where he's a Catholic priest. That does sound fun. Um, Yeah, he was, obviously he was in Game of Thrones, which is literally the only reason I've wanted to watch Game of Thrones. I watched the first season of Game of Thrones. Um, This is sort of, I feel like Sean Bean, like, elevates mediocre and or bizarre movies on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Um, He's just fucking good. Yeah, he is, and he's he's always like he's he, there's a there's a like a solidity to his screen presence that mm-hmm. he just he's he has this air of like down to earthness, which is probably has a bunch of of fucking British class system implications that I could start talking out of my ass about and will refrain from doing so as I am yeah. in fact a yank um yeah That's but us. he just look Sean Bean can say a lot of absolute fantasy horseshit with yep. a completely straight face, and you never doubt it, it. It makes it feel more real when Sean B yeah. is saying it because you're like fundamentally, you're a dude. He's a dude. He's just like deep down, he seems like a real human being, and he looks mm-hmm. like I mean, he's like hot, but in like a like normal human kind of way. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. look like he was grown in a test tube. Um, no. And, like, focus grouped within an inch of his life. Um, yeah. And, yeah, he just says things and they sound reasonable. And that means that sometimes he's the most believable person in really bizarre shit. And also, when he got offed at the end of the first season of Game of Thrones, I went, well, 
congratulations on killing the only person who was giving an actual acting performance in this show. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think some of the I think some of the people in Game of Thrones like got better, but the first season yeah. is like there's a lot of people in that show who I like know can act. And yeah. they're just everyone is bad. They're just they just weren't. I think I do the think first, it got better. I saw some later episodes because my 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 mom and stepdad like rewatched it while I was living with them. Um, and therefore oh. I was like, I want to hang with my parents. I will watch some of this show I don't care about. And I did. And I was like, I I no no shade to Game of Thrones fans. Y'all been through a lot. Um, yeah, I was like, yeah, I yeah. don't really care about this show, but I can understand why other people do, I guess. <laughs> I felt very neutral about it. They do, I do think the acting does get better. Some uh, some of the stuff I saw was like, okay, you guys are like putting in the work, but Sean Bean is just like a, a class act. So, yeah, whatever. He, he is. He's, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. On the on the wiki page under acting style, uh, it, it says despite being professionally trained. I love that it says despite being professionally trained, like, which is very funny. Did the man went. He did go to RADA, didn't he? Like he went to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art, right? Uh. No. Yes, he got. Yeah. He yes. Nineteen eighty three. He was a scholarship kind of kid. And, oh, he played um, Tybalt in a Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I bet that was. And then fun. he was in. Yeah, he was part of the Royal Shakespeare Company because uh, because because England is microscopic. Yeah, that's true. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, despite being professionally trained, Bean adopts. <laughs> the fact that his just Bean Bean adopts an instinctive style of acting that some say makes him especially well suited to portraying his character's depths uh blah 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 he's like gotta get into character and then he can snap in and out the ability to go from the quiet man on set to the warrior Boromir quote unquote amazed Sean Astin during filming of Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring um other fans include directors Mike Figgis and Wolfgang Peterson who described working with Bean as quote a beautiful thing unquote which I love. I just think that's so cute. Um, Beat is often described as down to earth, watching. which I think is very funny considering. Wait, what? And, and, and the like for in his image, he has like a specific section, specific section in his wiki that's just image. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, Beat is often described as down to earth, which I think is funny considering that you described him basically as that. Yeah. Uh, also. I, yeah. As we discovered earlier, uh, he apparently is a skilled pianist, uh, is a keen gardener, welder, and sketcher. And I'm like, I need to know more. Sean, tell me more. Where Where's Sean deets. Bean's, like, just... Where's his welding YouTube channel? Yeah, give me... Get a, get a GoPro and give me a tour of your garden, Sean Bean. Please. Oh, that would be delightful. Yeah. Um, I... Wonder if anybody. I wonder if there are like Americans out there who are like, "Huh, I have trouble understanding Sean Bean's Yorkshire accent," because sometimes people are like, "To be fair, there is it a point be. at which like yeah. people are extremely from Yorkshire," and uh, as I have said before on this podcast, I did find the point at which I need subtitles for the Yorkshire accent and it's God's own country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, 
a beautiful film which I had to watch twice because the first time I watched it there were no subtitles available and I lost like a third of the dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um he's like the opposite I, I of Tom find his Hardy. voice so he never soothing. changes his voice. Um No. Me too. <laughs> I yeah so I true. I love I I'm like I love that he's doing more like he's doing voice work a lot these days, um yeah because yeah I he's doing a lot of video game work which I think is to fun him talk yeah he apparently yeah. did the voice of the narrator in uh Civ Six which is very funny because I know a lot of friends who play that game and I want to be like okay can you confirm for me if that's Sean Bean that is what IMDb says but I do not play Civ I need I to have... know. I have, I played, God, I used to play, I played, like, an unbelievably large amount of Civ 3 back in the day, but I found out- Yeah, I used to play a lot of the early Civs. And I almost bought it. Apparently Civ 6 is really good, according to a couple of our mutual friends. Nice. Um, but I'm like, I, I'm like, I used to really enjoy Civ, but now I'm like- it a, a single game of Civ just takes so long, um, and it's the same thing over and over again. And sometimes that is perfect for my brain, and sometimes it's bad. And Civ, unfortunately, is bad. <laughs> so, um, but I'm like, oh, I would do it for Sean Bean, though. I <laughs> support his career. <laughs> uh, so By buying funny. Civ Six. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, apparently he's also in Wolfwalkers, which is like, well, I mean, I was going to see that anyway, but now I'm double yeah. going to see it. So. No, me too. Um, um, mm-hmm. Man, I'm just going down this rabbit hole of like, I have this thing where I know more about British like class and regional dynamics than your average American person, mm-hmm. but I don't know enough to like not make a fool of myself trying to talk about it maybe or maybe i'm just like terrified that mm. i'm gonna say something dumb um yeah but i just i i he, you're gonna he, get like, canceled by english people. i'm gonna get canceled by the fucking county of yorkshire um yeah I'm gonna get you watch out mea, mea culpa mea maxima culpa anyway <laughs> i just it's just interesting i cannot think of any other actor who there's a there's a specific niche that sean Mm -hmm. bean has carved out for himself in hollywood where Mm -hmm. he he's never you know he's never attempted to get rid of his his yorkshire accent it's very it's just become very distinctive and he like he doesn't look like the american hollywood like masculine ideal or whatever like nope. he just he looks like a dude from yorkshire and he's <sighs> it's like he he has like a brand almost but it's not really a typecasting thing no i don't know i'm having trouble articulating this where he he has yeah. this like He's not, he's not any of the sort of, like, he has a niche that's outside of the sort of, like, three or four stereotypical, like, British actor roles in Hollywood or, like, molds in Hollywood Mm -hmm. 
you know, he's not skinny and posh like he'll... and kind of fey. Mm-hmm. And he's not, like, London gangster or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. But he's... Like, he'll he had, play... You know, there's... Go ahead, sorry. He'll he'll play villains, yeah, but he doesn't play capital E, capital V English villains. No, not at all, because he's not he's not from the set. You know, he's not from the south of England, and he's not posh. Like, yeah, his his you know he he is from I think a family that got fairly wealthy, but like still were like you know, we are working class, like, we have money, but our, like, community is a working class community. And, like, this is where we live and, like, who we are. And it seems like he's sort of embraced that, like, that kind of, yeah, like, the, the, like, ideal Yorkshire masculinity thing of being, like, quiet, and he gives off that, like, quiet and, like, dependable vibe. <laughs> Which I think is yeah. a kind of a specific stereotype. Um, I do love that the Wikipedia uses the phrase rough cut to describe his looks, which is like, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Mostly, I just think he's hot. Um, I do think he's hot. Um, yeah, apparently I'm looking presence. at the wiki. It's always so weird looking at a Wikipedia for a real person, because it feels, like, kind of invasive. Um, yeah, there's just a lot I'm of shit As I'm saying this, I'm like, like you know what? I was going to talk about his family, and I've decided I'm not going to, because that feels weird, and it's not on my business. If you want to know, you can look it up in his Wikipedia. Um, but yeah, he's basically what you said best. is like, yes, that all sounds correct. Uh, and it is like He's definitely the interesting. Best part of Goldeneye, uh, a movie I've never seen, but I I didn't know he was in Goldeneye, and I'm like, okay, well, it's... I'll fucking watch Goldeneye then. <laughs> I don't remember it very well, but I do remember thinking that because I've seen, I think I've seen most of the Pierce Brosnan James Bond movies, and I remember thinking that like his dynamic with Pierce Brosnan's Bond was, like, my favorite thing that Pierce Brosnan did playing James Bond. I don't particularly care for the Pierce Brosnan-James Bond movies. We should do a James Bond episode at some point. Um, We should. Timothy Dalton's my favorite James Bond. You heard it here, kids. I'm that asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love the Daniel Craig movies, but if you're making me pick, I actually think that Timothy Dalton's my favorite mm-hmm. Bond, which I feel mm-hmm. like, and um, I can say this because uh, we have a little explicit tag on our podcast. This amused me when um, the Kill James Bond podcast, which of which I am a big fan and everybody should check out, were uh, going through and rating different Bonds based on how likely they were to eat pussy. Um... And the verdict <laughs> was that Timothy Dalton's Bond, like, that's all he wants to do. He just stays down there. <laughs> and I was, like, sort of just, like, nodding sagely to myself during my lunch break in my car. <laughs> anyway. I love that. It's so funny. Uh, oh but yeah, no, he's just... He... he it's so funny because he plays the, like, fucking, like, ex-best friend who's gone evil in Goldeneye, and then he's the mm-hmm. ex-best friend who's gone evil in National Treasure. 
Oh, it's so compelling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I love he's, it every he's, time. He's so he's so good as like characters who like started out with good intentions and then those good intentions led them to hell. I it's it's just I feel like there's multiple characters which is also Boromir. I mm-hmm. guess I just imprinted on this fucking template. <laughs> and like I don't know, Sean Bean just this is just the Sean Bean fan podcast now, which he like He has the range. Yeah, he does. And he he plays a lot of I feel like he's played a lot of characters who like on paper would seem very samey, but every time I like, you know, and I also feel like I saw a lot I saw him in a lot of movies that I just like watched like most of cuz they were on some channel or whatever when somebody was like flipping through channels when I was like a, a preteen and stuff. And I feel like he, he ended up, he's played a lot of like villain roles. They all feel like real people. Like, like they all feel in like, like there's a, there's just a, a thing about his like screen presence. That's like, Oh, okay. Like all of these feel like different real people, even though it's like, ah, uh, you know, some villain dude and then like some Mm -hmm. other villain dude anyway i don't know where i'm going with this no no i i i I feel (laughs) you i don't i don't know how to follow it up i like i don't know how to continue the thought but like i feel you i know what you're trying to say um this is unrelated to that thought but i just remembered that his character's name in jupiter ascending is stinger so that's funny that's the fun fact B guy. We should watch I want to watch Jupiter Ascending again. I I would love to watch Jupiter Ascending again. It's been a it's been a second. I'm trying to remember. I feel like I saw it. It's been a long time. I haven't seen it in quite on, a while. Like my birthday a few years ago or something. But I haven't seen it since. Um You know what I like? I like Sean Bean just like looking at people. This is a dumb thing to say, but he's yeah, agreed. looking at people. Just thinking about... I mean, yes. It's... I feel like... I'm sorry. It's a specific, like, screen skills... Screen acting skill set. And some Yeah, it is. Some people are just really good at looking at people. And... And... And you can... You can just... Conveying things with their eyes. Yeah. You can just... You're like, ah, I can see your relationship to this person in your eyeballs and Sean Bean is one of those people I just went down a mental rabbit hole about Boromir looking at Aragorn and now I need to lay down and die (laughs) shut up I can't I can't Um, (laughs) oh god uh man I was just looking at something like one of his movies I wanted to talk about is he I gotta know is he like hot as Zeus in the terrible Percy Jackson movie I've never seen it I don't know I'm gonna look up what he looks like yeah Um, look up and tell me um I was gonna like like the least sexy he has ever been uh yeah like a really long time ago oh that's fucked up okay i was Um, gonna say i i haven't seen troy in a really long time and i keep forgetting that he plays odysseus and odysseus is like my favorite greek classics character everyone gets to stay in a problematic fave and mine is odysseus he's Um, not in it very much that's what i've heard and that's just so disappointing to me (laughs) 
uh, I mean, just because Odysseus isn't in in the, the is Iliad very just much. In the Odyssey. No, that's not correct. Um, in the Iliad, yeah, no, yeah, he just and shows then, up know, and he's he, like, he gets... yeah, I mean, we could kill people, I guess. And then you're like, what? And he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> that's Odysseus. I'm looking up what Sean Bean looks like as Zeus. He's hot. Oh, in okay. We'll share a photo. Thing. Share um, a photo. Let me see okay. his face. I'm trying to. What's it? I'm trying to pick a good one. I'm gonna do this from my phone. I just realized that trying to say sure. something, or I can just no. I can just post a link. Um, um there's some 2003 movie called The Big Empty where he plays a character just called Cowboy. Well, I have to <laughs> I'm like, that. oh, I gotta know more about this. Hold on. I'm just gonna click. It stars John Favreau. Uh, as a struggling actor with a bizarre request from his neighbor to deliver a suitcase he cannot open, that apparently one of the characters he meets is a, like, is a, just a character named Cowboy. Like, this isn't, like, a one-off character that they didn't give a name. This character's name is Cowboy. Yeah, we have to watch this. <laughs> Sounds really bad. What, we have to watch Percy Jackson or we have to watch The Big Empty? I mean, I really don't want to watch Percy Jackson. I really Um, don't think The Big Empty is good, just looking at this Wikipedia Okay, that's fair. I am, however, I mean, I'm going to be real here. I'm willing to watch the terrible Percy Jackson movie because I never read the books. So I have zero strong feelings about them. I do. (laughs) I care. That's fair. Um, I, I I know I know absolutely dick all really. I understand like the premise and shit, but yeah. I mean we could just watch it because we know it's gonna be bad. Sometimes yeah, that's, that's true. Fun. I don't hate that. I've seen the Ar- <laughs> the Aragon movie multiple times. So oh, he I is really see- hot. Uh oh, really? We should. <laughs> I kind of think this should be the fucking. This might be the one of the episode photos. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I guess we have to watch the Percy Jackson movie. Yeah, unfor- unfortunately, we have to watch the Percy Jackson movie because uh, Welcome us. to Sneeple, the movies were horny for Sean Bean. <sighs> yeah. Also, what a fucking cast. Go look up the cast of the Percy Jackson movie at IMDb right now. I'm saying this to Ezra and also the listener. It's, I mean, okay, Z, you second. know, because we talked about it in the channel the other day. I do. Um, I but do, listener, go look it up because it's wild. fucking nuts. <laughs> I am posting one more because the lighting is really good. Yeah, let me see this this additional Sean Bean. Uh, I am going to also, tell. I very like quickly, this costume. This is a very good costume. Like it's actually this cool. is fun. I sucks actually. that this movie sucks, but like God it looks it. good. Sucks I mean, it looks like the sucks, CGI but I guess we're looks. Watch it. Well, the CGI looks pretty dire, but you know, really bad. I mean, what? When did that movie come out? Uh, 2010. Well, that's no excuse. <laughs> Lord of the Rings had come out by then. Um, I was gonna say, if it was like 2004, I would have given it a pass, but 2010, nah, man. I was almost graduated Um, from high school by then. You don't have an excuse. You know what's, you know what's buck wild? Is that the, the la- the the fucking sharp series the first one 1993 the last one 2008 yeah that I, sounds right i've seen like a couple of sharp ones um sharp is uh, about uh uh, uh d- british army dude who like it sergeant it, slash it, lieutenant richard sharp yes. it looks like yeah he hits a sort of he's a career soldier in like yeah. the early 1800s and the thing about sharp was that they they didn't have like the first two 
on DVD at the library that I went to when I was a kid because I wanted to watch them because Sharp was like adjacent to a lot of the like Napoleonic like like golden age of piracy up through the Napoleonic war era British military fandom shit that I was into when I was mm-hmm. 14 <laughs> Yeah, uh, his I military career ends with the final defeat people. of Napoleon, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I I know that there were uh, quite a number of people who were into like the you know the the Aubrey ad books and um because the the Sharp series is also based on novels and like the Rachel Warmblower stuff. There were the people who were really into like the Navy stuff, and then there were people who were also a lot of those people were also really into the Sharp um, TV movies and uh, books. But I couldn't get my hands on the movies for whatever reason. Um, so I've seen like one or two of them, but they were like the middle ones, and it was a long time ago. Um, I mm. would like to go back and watch them because yeah, I mean, come on, Sean Bean is like. He's like an N, you know, he's like an NCO and like, it's like 1804 or whatever. And he's like leading mm-hmm. dudes into bat. I'm just I'm so into that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, um, Cornwall, the guy who wrote Cornwell, who wrote the books, enjoyed the Hornblower novels. Uh, when he could not find a similar series for the British Army, he decided to write it himself. Um, the author decided to write 11 novels, the same as the Hornblower series, but changed his mind and continued writing. Uh, also, he was so impressed with, uh, Sean Bean's portrayal, he expanded Sharp's backstory to have him growing up in New Yorkshire to account for Bean's accent. The author also avoided further mention of Sharp's black hair, because Sean Bean was blonde. (laughs) That's so funny. He was like, no, you're the face cast now. This guy is so, yeah, this guy is, fuck this, this guy's the face cast. Yeah, yeah. Similar similar energies to, um, oh my god, why am I, bla- the person who wrote Igcart, I love her and I'm blanking on Cornelia her Cornelia Funk. Thank you. The fact You're that welcome. she was like, yeah, I have this very specific guy in mind for Mo. Um, and by god, if he didn't play him in the movie. Yeah, um, dude, dude, we met her. <laughs> I know, I know! <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. She's like one of okay. my like my favorite childhood author, and I like totally. I'm like so. Look, we all named. have brain farts. Yeah, sometimes your brain's like you've never heard a name in your fucking life, and I'm yeah, like, sure, keep... sounds correct. <laughs> um, um, I'm gonna in just a second. I'm gonna prompt you to yell about Silent Hill, but uh, oh, okay. As I have something else that, I also want to tell a story about, but uh, okay. Continue. Yo, you should tell the story because uh. Next, we're going into the, uh, who is Sean Bean and why is he my dad, which, like, you know, I just, like, dad mode Sean Bean, which is, like, both comforting and hot. We'll get there in a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was gonna just tell a story about, really quick, there's a 2002 movie called Equilibrium. It has, uh, Christian Bale and Sean Bean. Sean Bean is in it for, spoiler alert, like, 15 minutes, tops. Um, cause he dies at the beginning. Uh, and the idea is that it is a dystopian future before this kind of, this specific brand of dystopia got really popular, like maybe like five to 10 years ago where, uh, everyone's emotions are highly regulated. They have to take like pills to keep their emotions regulated. And Sean Bean, uh, is like the partner to Christian Bale 
at the beginning um and like they're like emotion cops that's not a joke um and like sean bean's like no i've like discovered emotions again like i can't go back and like the emotion cops like have to kill him and christian bale's like oh fuck what if i had emotions and that's like the kickoff for the whole movie um it's wild i've seen it one time i was in a friend's dorm room uh, this is after I had met you. This was our my second go, our second go around to college, um, and I was in a friend's dorm room with some gal I had literally never met before and would never see again. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She maybe she still lives in Portland, um, and w- someone just like put it on, and we were just like sitting on the bed, like drinking and like commenting over the movie. And it was, like, a surreal experience. I do not remember anything about that movie. I just remember, uh, one, she was a delight and, like, very fun to talk to. And I'm like, man, I wish I remembered anything of, anything about her. Because I would I would love to get in contact with her again. Um, and also, she was like, wow, you are very funny. And I was like, thank you, I know. And she was like, she, I think she, like, used to do something in the Portland comedy scene where they would, like, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, like, do movies uh, and she was like, I would, like, love to bring you on at some point. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And, like, clearly nothing ever came of that. But that is my only relation to that movie. Also, like, when it started up, I was like, is that fucking Sean Bean? And she was like, that's fucking Sean Bean. And I was like, <laughs> what? And then he died, like, immediately. And I was like, oh, well, there goes my excitement for this movie. Um, I remember it was, like, fine. It wasn't a great movie, but it was, like, fine. Um, it only, I it doesn't like, have very much Sean Bean in it, so, like, what's the point? Um, I but, yeah, like I was like, I, I gotta tell the story about that movie. And Sean Bean was there. It's, mm-hmm. like, half of his filmography. It's not true. I feel like we've all, at some point, watched something that had Sean Bean in it that was just, like, bizarre. And, and you're just like, I guess... You're like, I guess, hey, at least Sean sure. Bean's in it. At least Sean Bean was there for 15 minutes and was, like, emotional and stuff. Mm. Um, That was, it was gay. Those vibes were gay. I'll tell you that much. Fellas, is it gay to have your emotional uh, crime cop partner uh, try and convince you that, like, your society is fucked up because they won't let you feel emotions and he feels emotions now and then he dies and that kicks off your journey into realizing that not feeling emotions is fucked up? Because I think that's gay. <laughs> that that sounds fairly gay. I don't, like, I don't, and, like, I don't think it was, like, I feel emotions now because woman. I think he was just, like, I feel emotions now. I think, I, I think he was, like, I stopped taking the emotion pills and I feel things now. So it wasn't even, like, woman make me feel things. It was just, like, I have emotion. And it's like, wow. (laughs) Man man has emotion breaks society. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I forget who the other, the person who ends up replacing Sean Bean as as Christian Bale's partner. I have to look this up, because it's, that was one when I looked it up again, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, it's, it's Tay Diggs. I was... Which is, like, oh, another wild. one that's, like, wild. What the fuck? Um, yeah, citizens take daily injections of psychoactive drugs to suppress their emotions. After accidentally missing a dose, Preston begins to... Exp- that's a, the fuck. John Preston. Talk about action cop man name. Uh, makes him crested his morality and moderate his actions while attempting to remain undetected by the suspicious society in which he lives. 
Uh, ultimately, he aids a resistance movement using advanced martial arts, which he was taught by the regime he's helping to overthrow. So clearly this movie came out uh, after The Matrix. <laughs> you know? Um, ah, yes, the, the two eras of Hollywood action movies, BM before Matrix and AM after Matrix. <laughs> after Matrix, yeah. Their evil society uses a uh, flag that is clearly supposed to be... Uh, Nazi shit, which when mm. I was scrolling down on the Wikipedia was really alarming to look at. Yikers. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's a um, fine Hey, movie. speaking of Sean Bean uh, having emotions and breaking society, uh, he's so good in The Martian. He is so good. I, I was gonna say, he's I can't believe so we talked about The Martian, Martian yet. That movie is so good. I wish I was in it more. I never get tired of that movie. God, yeah, no, me too. Every time, like, all this shit's happening in, in the back of my head, I'm like, man, somewhere, Sean Bean's character is, like, sitting in his office, feeling conflicted. Yeah, and I would and love I'm to see that. It. And I would yeah, like to I, watch that. I would like to see looks, it. He just is really good at brooding. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that is, like, my only beef with that movie. I love that movie, and it is very good. And my only thing is every time I watch it, I'm like, I wish that we gave Sean Bean's character a little extra room to breathe. Because I think that, like, he has, like, one or two, like, significant scenes, and that's yeah. it. Uh, like, he's in and out of a lot of stuff, but, like, there's only a two where, like, he has a significant role. Um, and I'm like, I would love if they if they had had the room to kind of let him do a little bit more of that because I think his character is fun and I liked it a lot in the book. Uh, and he's really and fucking good. He really is. Uh, he also uh, wears a lot of sweaters, uh, which is really yeah. important to me on a personal level. <laughs> he does. Um, he's like agreed. He's like soft and approachable, um, which we love in men. We and, love to see uh, the visual gag. Of them being like, this is Project Elrond. It's a secret yeah. meeting. As fucking Sean Bean is just sitting Bean at a conference there. table, and just I, I've seen the Martian probably like I don't know. I've seen the Martian a fair number. Like I've seen the Martian yeah, a solid more than handful. five times. Yeah. yeah, a solid handful of times. I lose my shit every. It's funny it's every just, time. It's like the the joke in the book is very funny. Um. I, I one of my favorite things is that they they did keep the if you know if we're calling it that I want my codename to be Glorfindel line um which I remember mm -hmm. thinking as which seeing I think the is movie after having too. read the book is very funny and I remember thinking oh that's too nerdy they're gonna cut that joke and they didn't and I was like thank you um thrilled yeah I just it's just like nope and also Sean Bean is there. <laughs> And also Sean Bean is there. Yeah, the visual aspect of when you when you are a nerd and they're talking about Elrond and you're just like, <laughs> Sean Bean was in those movies. <laughs> Which is like so dumb, but like still very funny. Yeah, um, no, yeah what a good is. one. It's just really funny. Talk yeah. to me about Silent Hill, Maddie. Lay it off. All me. right, let's talk about Silent Hill real quick. Um, they're not good, first of all. Let's start there. Uh, <laughs> they're not good movies. I own the first one Silent on DVD. Hill. Couldn't tell you why. <laughs> but Sean Bean plays uh, one of my favorite Silent Hill video game characters, which is Harry Mason. Uh, and, all right, we're getting to Silent Hill lore. Buckle up. Uh, so the whole thing with Harry Mason in the video games is he's basically a 
a Stephen King protagonist. He is a writer from the like East Coast, from like Northeast U.S. That was a, a, such a weird way to say New England. Um, <laughs> uh, and and he, yeah, that's his thing. Is like he is clearly like supposed to be. I don't know if that's entirely accurate. I that would not surprise me, but I think that that is the idea. Is he's kind of a like Stephen King protagonist a little bit. Um, okay. Who who uh, is driving around? Who is? I don't think they're going specifically in the movie. Uh, in the video game, the protagonist is Harry Mason, whose wife died uh, a few years back, uh, and his his daughter is Cheryl Cheryl Mason. Um, she's like six, and they adopted her like as a baby. Like they found her on the side of the road, literally, and they adopted her. Um, in the first movie, uh, both of the parents are still alive. And the protagonist of the movie, who is like, I gotta go find my daughter. I think in the in the game, they just like crash the car and end up in Silent Hill. But uh, in in the movie, they specifically go to Silent Hill. It's the mom who agrees to take her to Silent Hill, and and Sean Bean stays behind. Um, it is one of the <laughs> one of the f- few movies from that era where sean bean is in a movie and he is one of the characters who doesn't die like many of the characters in that movie die and sean bean is not one of them Um, (laughs) wild and then he reprises his role in the second movie which is based on the third silent hill game which is a sequel to the first game the the second game is unrelated to those two uh Mm. and he plays the dad again and once again they like i think he gets kidnapped which is like fucking that's not how the game goes, but that doesn't matter. Um, he gets kidnapped and held in Silent Hill, and the daughter has to like go after him. Um, so he is not in either of the movies very much, uh, but it's <laughs> uh, very funny because, like, one he plays like a very like charming like dad who is like in a difficult position where his daughter is like being hunted and he has to protect her and he can't necessarily tell her why uh Mm -hmm. which is like always compelling to me um and also in revelations which is the second movie uh he is like there are several shots of him he's like tied to this big golden statue which is like crouched over him it's like very homoerotic and very weird to look at and also very funny. Like I remember when I was like live tweeting it, I was like, please look at this fucking statue. I don't know what they're doing with Sean Bean right now. Like, I don't know why they did this to him. <laughs> uh, I don't remember if he has an American accent in those movies. Like, I don't remember if it, cause he's supposed to be like an American dad. Uh, but I, I don't remember if they were like, hey, Sean, could you please do America? And he was like, no. Or if he was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think his accent is a little weird, if I recall. At one point, he wears glasses, which is fun. Love Ooh, that for me. I mean that. Um, yeah, it's it's weird because I like every year I, I change my icon on Twitter to Sean Bean in Silent Hill Revelations. Um, and he's the final dad. Uh, he does serve... <laughs> Spoiler alert, he does survive Revelations, but he it's like him and his daughter and her boyfriend, who she's known for literally three days. Um, 
are like leaving and he's like hello 17 year old daughter i'm actually gonna go back into silent hill to see if i can find your mom who got lost here like 12 years ago or whatever uh and that's what he fucking does so whatever sean bean that's responsible um but he is a final dad he does technically survive the movie the final dad I feel like Final Dad is an underutilized uh, horror trope. I think we should do more of it. I was very I, not I happy about the way that they handled... I was, like, both happy and unhappy about the way they handled his character, but whatever. Um, the Silent Home movies are good, so I don't know what I should be expecting at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, Sean Bean is a dad. That is one... So he's a, he's a dad in Game of Thrones... He's a he dad is, in true. Mirror Mirror because I I'm looking oh, at yeah. Wikipedia and apparently he was in Mirror Mirror and he played the king. Nuts. Wow. Um, he's like he's kind of a dad, a dad in, in the Martian. He's like spiritually yeah. a dad in the Martian. He's also spiritually a dad in Lord of the Rings because he's he a dad would have been a really Pippin. good dad. Uh, Boromir yeah. would have been a really good dad. Yeah, uh, rip. Which M- miss him every day. Do you ever just uh, specifically that scene where he's teaching uh, Marion Pippin like sword fighting yeah, drills? That's what I was thinking of. Every time uh, somebody in our friend group just goes, "Do you ever think about how good of a dad Boromir would have been?" And then the entire yeah, then we all just, scream. Like, makes a wailing noise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a dad. Uh, he in was Jupiter a dad. Ascending. I was gonna say he was a dad in Jupiter ascending. Yeah. Um, which I always forget. Once again, I feel like he's in a lot of movies where like I mean, he's not in that, the movie that very much. And I'm he's always a priest, like, pissed. in which case he's like sort of a dad. <laughs> yeah, he's he's technically a father. Yeah, uh, is he a dad in Wolfwalkers? I'm checking to see. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yes. I think he's like the main character's dad in character's dad. Yeah, I mean, I guess in Troy he's technically a dad. I was gonna say Odysseus is technically a dad. <laughs> He's not a very good one, but he is a dad. No. He is a dad. He is, <laughs> yes. Uh, I Man, talk about, oh, now that, like, he, one, real life Sean Bean apparently has four grandchildren, which is adorable to me, but also I'm like, I feel like Sean Bean is now entering an age in, like, his 60s where he should be playing dads. I think he, like, yes. they're like, hey, can you play action star? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, but, like, let the man play some dads. Like, cause he's so, he, he's really good at like, and this, I feel like this happened, this is one of the things that was like good about the first season of Game of Thrones is that him looking at like people he feels responsible for, like helplessly, like, I want so badly to fix this for you and I can't, uh, just Mm -hmm. ends me. Mm-hmm. frankly Agreed. that particular set of emotions is just hangs very well on the architecture of it's his face <sighs> yep yep and i die yeah um, um I, I this is not related to dads i'm just looking at his video game roles which he has less of than i thought he does narrators a lot uh, not shocking he's a good uh, he narrator hitman voice. 2 he has a great narration voice. He was in Hitman 2 playing a character named Mark Faba. Notes. Likeness. Comma. Faba means bean in multiple languages. <laughs> Which I was like, oh. That is, a, that, is, that is a note, isn't it? That's a good note to have. Um, 
Also, he was in uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, which, if I am recalling correctly, is also one that Patrick Stewart is in. I think he plays Patrick Stewart's son. Oh, shut the front fucking door. Do you know what I uh, associate with the phrase fucking Elder Scrolls Oblivion? What? Tell me. Hey, uh, Maddie, do you remember the time that you were playing, um... Yes, Elder I know Scrolls. exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. No, tell the story. Uh, dick sucker. <laughs> Fucking, okay, so I'm going to get the name of the game wrong because my brain is just, like, completely dead. Yes, this was Oblivion. I can confirm. Yes. Yeah, no, so Manny fires up a fucking game of Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Um yep. This was after I had, for the first time in my life, dumped a bunch of time into a video game being Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and and what? It was that you were, you could make your own custom class, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so you get to name it. <laughs> yeah. And Maddie just fucking looks me in the eye and types in Dick Sucker 5000. Except the there's problem a is character it... limit. <laughs> yeah. So when it comes out, it's Dick Sucker 500. <laughs> yeah. That's Which still my banner on my private Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway. Yep. Like I, <laughs> like I said. I hope you're enjoying the double act that meant that despite the fact that we like went to the liquor store every other month, everyone who worked there knew us. Yeah. Because this is what we're <laughs> like. I'm looking at the image right now. Um, and oh my god, I don't think I can post this as the image for this this week's episode. I don't think I can. Um, but, so this image, which is a screen cap, and I think I was playing this on my PS3, so, like, I I could find this game file again, but it would be kind of difficult. Uh, I, like, oh, man, this was a while ago. Um, but, but it's a screen cap of the little box for Oblivion that's like, all right, you want to create this class. And it's create, capital D, uh, Dick Sucker 500, but it's all smashed together because of the character limit. It is not separate words. It is all one. It's like, create Dick Sucker 500 class, and then I just have selected yes. And I did. That was my class. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and that has been my banner on my private Twitter for, like, a really long time. I think maybe since I did it. And that would have been in, like, what, like, 2015, probably? Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah. 2015? It does. So, <laughs> so like six years, <laughs> and it's still funny to me. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yep. I don't think I ever got to meet Sean Bean's character. I think I got really into like the side quests. Um, I because if I recall Oblivion correctly, you are in jail. Which is a great way to start off any game. You're just like Skyrim. You are you have been arrested, uh, and you like are trying to break out of prison. And then the king, played by Patrick Stewart, shows up and is like, "Come with me." And you're like, "I," um, and he's like, "I'm about to be assassinated. I need you to go find my like secret son that I have." And you're like, "Cool." And then he dies, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" Just like he said. 
uh, and you've been charged to go find his son, which I think is voiced by Sean Bean, if I'm recalling the character's name correctly. Uh, and I think I was just like, I won't, though. And I just, like, <laughs> the king of this country was like, hey, can you do me a favor? And I was like, no. And I just left. <laughs> I think I named that character after, like, I based that character after my uh, undead D&D monk. Does that sound right? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. That does. Which was in character for that uh, player character, because he was, I believe, chaotic evil. So, I mean, you know. yes, yeah, that he I absolutely think the DM made me plays control evil, the, which I was like, Patrick fine. Stewart's secret kid <laughs> who becomes the fucking emperor. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I <sighs> missed out on meeting him because I was like, I'm going to go do other stuff. And I Put did. The- Put the two of them in a movie together. Uh, let him play let Sean Bean's Patrick dad Stewart. again. Yeah, let him play Sean Bean's dad again, and let Patrick Stewart just be like, "Hey, uh, let let him let his native Yorkshire accent because he is also from Yorkshire." Um, <gasps> oh, I didn't. He's know from that. a different bit of Yorkshire. Because yeah, no, because Sean Bean is specifically from Sheffield and. Uh, is where the fuck is Patrick Stewart from? Patrick Stewart is from uh he's from somewhere that's in the West Riding of Yorkshire, whereas Sean Bean is from fucking also for no okay yeah so like they're from very similar places. Oh, that's fun. They should, I don't they should know, play family. I, know, I don't know shit about Dick when it comes to the fucking geography of Yorkshire, but they're yeah, both from places same. in the West Riding. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I love, apparently, uh, actors who are originally from Yorkshire who are just like my dad and who are like, ah, I have dad feelings about you, but also are hot. Oops. Uh-oh. Oops. <laughs> Yeah, I agreed. Sensing a theme. Every time he plays a dad, I'm like, yes! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> D- truly a dilf. Um, <sighs> yeah. Also, yeah. apparently he has two doctorates, one of which is honorary. Um, Sick. But, yeah, I'm, j- I'm looking at honors and awards. Uh, he, in his home, field, home city of Sheffield, he has received several honors and acclaims, including an honorary doctorate from Sheffield Hallam University in 97, and a Doctor of Letters in English Literature from the University of Sheffield in uh, July 2007. I don't know if the second one is honorary, but it sounds like it isn't, because they didn't put that on there. Um, nope. He's also Good one of the him. inaugural members of Sheffield Legends, the Sheffield equivalent of the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and a plaque in his honor has been placed in front of the Sheffield Town Hall. Uh, there's also somewhere out there a fish and chips shop in his hometown that is just <laughs> plastered in photos of him. I have, I have seen the images, and I want to go there, because it's <laughs> I, yeah, I was gonna say I want to go there really yeah. bad. Yeah. <sighs> um, also, apparently, a 2018 poll for Yorkshire Day saw Bean rec- ranked as the second greatest Yorkshireman ever, behind uh, behind Monty Python comedian Michael Palin. So uh, you can take that to the bank. Second greatest ever. Yeah. I agree strongly I'm, with both I'm, of those. Yeah. So. I'm. I'm. I would. I'll. I'll co-sign that one. Yeah, Ed Sheeran named among the greatest Yorkshiremen of all time. Okay, well that's nonsense. Why would they do that? <laughs> I sorry, I have to just real quick look at this poll. Um, oh God, 
where is it? Can I see? I feel like Ed Sheeran was chosen over from like vaguely charming to insufferable really fast. Agreed. Uh, so it's it's be- top ten best ever Yorkshireman. Uh, Michael Palin, Sean Bean, Sir Patrick Stewart, and Sheeran are the top four, which is like there are three incredible men, and you used Ed Sheeran for the headline, yeah. but fine. <laughs> and um, and so three three incredible dudes and some asshole, and that guy, yeah, which is like that's so funny that like my thought was like I bet Patrick Stewart's on there somewhere, right? And he was number three, so <laughs> nailed it. Um, top top test men, uh, top ten best ever Yorkshire women. Uh, Judy Dench is number one. Not shocking. Uh, Jody Whitaker is number eight. The Bronte sisters are number three, which is, I, I feel like, <laughs> came out of nowhere. Um, considering some of the other people on this list Judy were. I did not realize that Judy Whitaker was from Yorkshire. Neither did I. Didn't realize that Judy Dench was from, was from Yorkshire. So, Yorkshire, you got a, you got a lot of folks. Uh, there's no shortage yeah. of legendary Yorkshire folk to pick from a list like this, which I agree. Wild. A lot, a lot of people on that list. I want to go to York really bad. I want to yeah. I want to go to Yorkminster and just very quietly sit in a corner and nerd out about how much I love Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. <laughs> Agreed. I promise to be discreet. Just quiet. Just quietly. Yeah. Yeah, man. We've been talking for like over an hour about Sean Bean. All right. Are we? I don't are regret we, that. Uh, Do you have any last we... minute Sean Bean thoughts? You know, my last minute Sean Bean thought is literally just when do I get to watch Lord of the Rings again? <laughs> yeah, agreed. We watched it for um, New Year's, but that was almost yeah. that was like five months ago. So it's time. Yeah, it's time. Um, I can't. Eh, I'd like to go back and watch. And finish watching the Frankenstein Chronicles, because I thought they were actually quite... That show was actually quite cool. Yeah, I um, was enjoying it. He, isn't he also a dad in that? I feel like he was also a dad, and he... His yeah, son was I think he might... I think he... I was gonna say, yeah, I think it might be Dead Kid in that one. Yeah. Um, but I believe that he is, in fact, a dad. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, My parting Sean Bean thought is... uh, I'm going to go watch wolf walkers because it just yeah. sounds f- fucking dope as hell um and then also i've never seen carvaggio and that is like a massive oversight on my part. oh that's right that i made it that was his first film role and i literally made a joke about it in the title of this document oops yeah he looks real good also, I have to put this in the episode so I can make it the episode title, but uh, we were talking about and tribute it for Sean Sean Bean, and Helen just wrote, I've seen uh, Trees of Bean, so now I can make that the episode title. Uh, thought that was very funny at the time. I still think it's very funny. It's, it's just, I, it, I've seen I, Trees of like, Bean, Red Helena Roses too. joke, and, and Maddie and I were both instantly like, that's the title of the episode. <laughs> Yep, yep, but I, I, like, couldn't, I can't make it the episode title without referencing it at some point, so I just had to drop it in there, like, when you're, when you're listening to the episode, and you're like, what is, what does that even mean? Uh, don't worry, that's where it came from. I've seen trees of yep. bean. Thank you, Helena, you weren't in this episode, but you contributed. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was that's... your contribution here. Yeah. Yep. And thanks, Hells, we miss ya. 
Oh, also, she right. wanted that, to mention that, that she loves Sean Bean. Yeah, that was the other note. Was uh, yes. tell them tell them all that I did really good on my Oscars predictions, um, and uh, tell them that I love Sean Bean. So there you go, Helena. <laughs> did that for you, bud. Is it that this is, and uh, I think that might be it for this this edition of of the the all West Coast uh sneeple <laughs> yeah the sean bean cast 2021 yeah the, the clone wars cast <laughs> yeah should the fucking sean bean and clone wars brain rot cast 2021 coming at you live from pacific standard time <laughs> <laughs> that's us uh, and and with that <laughs> right, said, take, take us take us out before uh, we say I any will, more dumb take shit. Us out. And put it on the take internet us away. forever. I know. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us here on Seaplot the Movies from the Infinity Break Network. Check out infinitybreak.net for more awesome content, and come hit us up on Twitter at people underscore snake. Our theme music was done by Johnny Ronaldo. You can find at Johnny Ronaldo on Twitter. Our logo was designed by Bethany Luthold. You can find her at bethanyluthold.wixsite.com. If you got a subject you want to hear us talk about, a movie you absolutely think we need to see, or your favorite bizarre Sean Bean role, come say hello. Also, if you can, please leave a review on iTunes and share the show with any friends who you think would enjoy it. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the movies.